Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Hellmouth Hotline. I'm your host, Rodney Stewart. We're getting into some more Buffy the Vampire Slayer here in this episode. And just before we get going, I need to say, spoilers, I have came across so many people over the years that haven't seen this show for one reason or another. Um, as I said in the last Buffy episode, like even Star Wars, I'm still to this day coming across people that haven't seen the original trilogy so it is what it is so if you've never seen any of Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, these episodes are very much spoiler filled so be warned if you don't want to know get out now you have been warned so let's get into this review So Legends, we're back with this episode. It is entitled Innocence. And it's the follow-up to a two-parter, essentially. Uh, it's not really billed as a two-parter in the box set. But, uh, you know, it ended in a bit of a cliffhanger in the last episode. After making love with Buffy, Angel is racked with pain as a soul is ripped from him. That's where the big spoiler's at. So if you're still here and I've destroyed it for you, if you're on season one and you're just starting on the season two and you're enjoying the romantic side of the series, I have just destroyed it for you. So, um, yes, that is essentially what the curse is for Angel. He's been cursed by a gypsy clan to uh, suffer for his past crimes as a vampire as human souls restored to him and if he even you know got a, a single second of pure happiness as soul would be taken from him so that's what's happened here he has uh, he has uh, had a go at Buffy essentially had his moment of happiness and a soul is tore from him uh, in the street he kills a passerby when she offers to help him he goes to the factory to join Spike and Drusilla but the judge attacks him of course we've seen him getting uh, resurrected and put back together in the previous episode and Buffy and Angel just barely escape with their lives so when Angel turns up the judge goes for him but he's unable to burn him alive because Angel has fully reverted back to the evil Angelus Spike and Drusilla and Angelus are clearly pleased to be reunited and Angelus vows to destroy Buffy for how she made him feel when he was Angel he's like you know she made me feel like a human being and that's just something you just don't forget you don't forgive that stuff uh, so Buffy has woken up in the angels place he's gone at this point and uh, she's all worried and like you know this she's just angel was her first sexual encounter so she is you know in a bad bad way waking up on her own he's nowhere to be seen um, while researching a way to defeat the judge a demon with the power to destroy the world whom no weapon forged can harm Xander and Cordelia are caught kissing in the library by a jealous willow uh, yeah, you know, we all know willow has a had a thing for Xander throughout season 1 and of course Oz is coming into the, the scene as well in this episode which is going to be a love interest for her but you know 
uh, seeing Xander with Cordelia is just more than she can kind of handle in this episode and she's like uh, yeah it's not good um, she's just like you know what the hell are you doing Xander you, 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 what about the we hit Cordelia club and you were the the treasurer of it and whatnot, and he's you know he just he can't get his way out of this one like he's uh, they've been on about trying to hide the whole thing and they're finally found out in this episode where are we at in my notes I've lost my place I am so busy talking nonsense I can't find my place okay Buffy finds Angel in his apartment not knowing he is now Angelus and he blows her off laughing at her as she weeps uh, he's kind of like you know there's it's a bit of fun you know you know, what, what are you making a big deal of it for anyway? Angelus is good at getting your weak point and really, really going for it. Like you know, he's he's intent on mentally destroying Buffy. Angelus is not the sort of vampire that'll f- flat out kill someone that he really has a dislike for and the fact that you know what angel and her did together it's it's almost like two different characters completely it's like you know whenever angel has a soul he still has the demon inside him trying to fight its way out and he's constantly fighting against that there it's kind of like the incredible hulk sort of a deal you know there's those two personalities that uh you know what I suppose the best way that you could describe it is uh, Infinity War. You know, whenever Banner could not change to the Hulk and the Hulk was constantly fighting against him. It's the same sort of thing with Angel and Angelus. So Angelus, now that he's free, has an intense hatred of the version of himself of the soul, Angel, and of course, everything Buffy did to make him feel human. So Jenny Calendar in this episode, we get to see another side of her where it turns out she's actually a descendant of the the clan that originally uh, cursed Angelus and gave him back a soul. And her uncle, Enyos, I, I probably butchered that name, Tells her that if Angel has one moment, now we've already covered that, if he's got one moment of happiness, the curse placed on him would be broken, and the new soul taken from Angelus terrorises Willow and the gang at the school, emotionally tormenting Buffy. Later, as they discuss Angel's transformation in the library, Buffy realises that having sex with Angel was what caused him to turn evil. Uh, Buffy has a dream in which Angel indicates that Jenny knows more than she's letting on. That's the interesting thing about this episode. You know, Angelus is on the loose. Angel's gone, basically. But in this one dream sequence, we get to see the Angel character in the dream. And he kind of points her towards uh, Miss Calendar as, you know, you need to know what to look for, sort of a thing. So the next morning, Buffy confronts Jenny, who tells her, that Angelus was cursed with the soul and vengeance wrote he did to her people and that her uncle had tasked her with keeping Buffy and Angel apart when Buffy, Jenny and Giles arrive at their uncle's home they find Angelus has brutally killed him they were on their way to 
hopefully try to get this guy to recurse Angelus and bring Angel back. But when they get there, he's been killed. And Angel has left a message written in the wall for buffets, written it in the blood of Miss Calendar's uncle. And it's like, was it good for you too? Buffy begins to accept that she is going to have to kill him. So Xander at this point comes up with the idea of this. We've, we've still got the the judge to take care of. How the heck are we going to deal with this person? And the, you know they've spent a lot of time trying to work out a way of killing him, and it's like no weapon forged can kill him. So Xander has a moment where he. Using memories from being a soldier in the episode Halloween, of course, if you remember the the Halloween shop, everybody that bought something from it, there was a spell that actually turned them into whatever their costume was. So he had dressed up for Halloween as a soldier, and actually, due to that spell in the episode, actually became a real soldier. So he's got all those memories from actually being a, a real soldier. He knows absolutely everything. Uh, possible to know even the local army barracks and Sunnydale he's, he's got you know he knows the, the exact plans of the place so he hatches a plan to kill the judge he and Cordelia they break into the army base and they steal a shoulder mounted rocket and uh, Oz and Willow they're outside waiting for them to come out and Willow is trying to you know make her move on Oz, he's playing it cool, and uh, she's trying to get him to go in for the kiss, sort of a thing. And uh, Oz declines Willow's offer to make out, as he suspects that she's only that she only wants to make Xander jealous. And he's like, you know, I, I can wait. You know, the the casual observer would think that you're only doing this here to, you know, get at Xander for whatever's going on. And uh, I would rather. When I kiss you, you're actually kissing me because you want to kiss me, sort of a deal. So, uh, yes, that's a that's a nice moment between those two characters. Um, so we get down to tracking down the judge. We're heading up towards the end of the episode. Uh, he is trying to build up his energy to make you know, the massive attack. They're all worried about happening. Sorry if you can hear my stomach rumbling in the background, guys. I have just literally through the door from a gym session tonight and I downed a pint of protein before I started this episode. So it's, it's processing nicely. So I think you might be able to hear that in the background in my stomach making serious noises. Anyway, the judge needs to kill people, absorb their energy get himself the full strength to do whatever the heck he's going to do so the judge uh, Angel and uh, Drusilla along with the rest of the vampires head off to the local mall cinema to attack the shoppers to kill as many people as they can of course Spike can't go because he's in a wheelchair at this point I don't know if I've actually covered that in the past episode but you know we had the the introduction of Spike and Drusilla where she was injured from a past battle so the majority of the season up to the, this point nearly was trying to get her back to full strength and then after that big confrontation where the two of them were almost killed 
the, the roles kind of switched right there. So Spike is now the one that's injured and he's on a wheelchair. So he's not part of this attack in this episode. So uh, the judge, Angelus, Drusilla, the rest of the vampires, they're in the mall, ready to attack, uh, slaughtering the mall crowd. And uh, Buffy turns up with a crossbow shoots the master in the chest and he's like you know rips it out and like, throws it away and he's like you know what the heck are you trying to do you know no weapon forged can kill me and she was like well that was then and this is now and she lifts this rocket launcher and blows him to pieces uh just as angelus and drusilla jumped to safety and she makes a run for it last you see her in the episode um, Buffy stalks on Angelus through the fleeing crowd uh, when he ambushes her they battle ferociously the fight sequence at the end of this episode is actually really really flipping good there's a good mixture of you know of course there's going to be stunt doubles involved but there's there's quite a few pieces in there where it's actually the actors doing some of their own stuff apart from some of the you know more intricate moves but uh, it's, it's very well done and the way that they actually hide the stunt doubles in this fight. Very, very good. Um, so they fight, and reaching a standoff, Buffy is still unwilling to kill Angelus. Uh, like she pulls the stake, ready to go for him, and he realizes and starts laughing at her, saying, You can't kill me, sort of a thing. Uh, so she, instead of staking him, actually kicks him in the nuts and Angelus, you know, he might be a demon and all that there, but he still has a human body to contend with. And if you are a guy who has ever been kicked in the nuts, you know you're going down. You know, you're not going to stand up from that for a while. So he goes down to his knees in pain, agony. And, uh, you know, after saying to Buffy, you can't kill me. And she turns and walks off. She says, give me time. So Buffy blames herself. For everything that has happened, but uh, Giles reassures her that although she has acted rashly, she and Angel loved each other, and that Giles still supports and respects her. Uh, There's a good moment in this episode earlier on where, you know, the secret about Miss Calendar been at Sunnydale High to keep Buffy and Angel apart and everything that's happened up to this point and the news comes out who she is she's descended from the gypsies that cursed them her uncle gets killed but you're fully waiting for Giles to back her up her been his love interest in this series and you know when they're they're getting ready for the final assault she walks in, she's like, you know, can I do something to help? And Buffy is like, you know, get out, sort of thing. She's kind of holding the grudge against her. And, you know, Giles is standing there, and you're expecting him to be the, the voice of reason here, and, you know, try and bring Jenny in. But, uh, you know, Jenny doesn't just take Buffy's word for it at the start. And she's like, no, I just want to try and do something to help this. And uh, Jay's looks at her and tells her, she told you to get out. And he turns her his back on her. So that was a, an interesting little bit of 
character building for those two characters. And uh, yes, so at the end of the episode, uh, of course, you know, Buffy's expecting him to be on his high horse about her, you know, going off and sleeping with Angel. But he's like, you know, if you're looking for blame, you're not going to get it from me. The only thing you're going to get is uh, my support. You you might have acted rashly, but the uh, angel did love you. You did love each other, and uh, he's just like I'll I'll support and I'll respect you. So later at the end of the episode, of course it was Buffy's birthday in the previous episode. So Joyce, you know, um, Joyce been Buffy's mother. Like I keep forgetting that you kind of have to you. Know, you know, tell people a little bit more about the characters, who they are, where they came from. Uh, Buffy's mother lights a candle on Buffy's birthday muffin because she didn't have time because she's, you know, working so hard to support her family. She didn't have time to buy a cake or make one. But she's got two cupcakes and there's a, a candle on the one and she lights it for Buffy and tells her to make a wish. Uh, Buffy decides to let it burn while they watch uh, the classic movie Stowaway so uh, this episode is absolutely fantastic it's a key key moment that's why at the beginning of this podcast I, I told everybody if you haven't seen the series up to this point this is this changes everything from here on for the rest of season 2 and it'll eventually lead on to uh, a spin off show for Angel himself, but you know, spoilers. I did tell you at the start; it's going to be very spoilerific. But uh, do you know what? In this episode, Sarah Michelle Geller as the broken-hearted teenage girl who's absolutely devastated at everything that's happened to her in this episode. There's a point where you know she gets under her bedroom and she finally breaks down starts crying she curls up in the bed her acting is so much better than i think she ever got credit for now i might be wrong about that like i don't know what the history on awards or nominations or anything were for this series but you know she is very good at emoting when she needs to very very convincing performance in this episode i absolutely loved it so uh yes definitely if you've not watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you're missing out in a big bad way. Anyway, I'm going to go because I'm still recording this episode 22 minutes after it should have been uploaded. So, sorry for the delay, guys. Uh, I'm crap. <laughs> I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been a production of Coins Edge Media. Thank you so much for listening.